Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to the Everton Daily Live. It's Wednesday, the 24th of January. The clock is ticking on whether (laughs) Everton are going to bring in those five players that are going to transform the second half of the season. We all know there won't be a single player. anybody? There'll be nobody in. Any any club? Certainly not Everton. Yeah, yeah. Certainly not Everton. Everton, again, it was mentioned yesterday, working. If anyone's coming in, it'll be a loan. Mm. Um, I think we all know that we knew that anyway. Joe Thomas, yeah. uh, Paddy Boyland have reiterated that obviously from their their contacts at the football club, and and we'll still see what happens with um, Dan Juma. Yeah, Dan Juma, who is in and out. And, Kevin mm. said this weeks ago, didn't he? Doesn't matter. Basically. Doesn't matter. But the, the the market itself is dead, isn't it? It really is. Uh, it is. It, no, I mean, just, what you just said about Everton is what you could say about the whole of the market, isn't it? It, you know, unless it's young players you're you're acquiring for the future mm. or loans, not a lot's going to happen. No, but it, it all comes down to what you need, doesn't it? There's, oh, yeah. I'm a great believer in not not bringing people in for the sake of it, because what's the yeah. point? What's yeah. the point? Sometimes your squad needs freshening up. I get that, um, but you also have to look. At the squad, so a lot of clubs will be happy with what they've got, and also acutely aware of what's happening with Evan, mm. with the charges and everything. But Nottingham Forest are up for a charge, and they're bringing Gio Reyna in from Dortmund, um, in spite of their charges, and other clubs are doing but, business. Sheffield so, United bringing three so in. Why are we making a link between charges and whether we bring players in? No, well, because... Not bringing in the right players. No, but that's being put out there that because of Everton's PSR charge, the, the club are reluctant to do anything. Well, that's fine. That's, if that's how it is, it is. But I'd also... Oh, sorry, is that what... what that's what's being... Like yeah, what's oh, being okay. threw in. If I was Everton, I think I'd be that's thinking... the wrong reason. I'd be thinking, can we get someone in before we get a potential transfer ban well, and we can't absolutely. bring anyone in? Um, which I mean, is very it, much what Chelsea did. I know we, we couldn't do it money why we couldn't start throwing money about. No, so therefore it does make it difficult, I accept that. But loans, certainly for the rest of the season, just 
give us a little bit of a push through. Um, it could even be one player, just one player that freshens it up a little bit, and you've got the manager's got a different option. We have this every season, don't we? Every win, yeah, because we're, we're not, we're never run correctly. That's why if we were run correctly with a proper plan in place, you would we'd buy, do our proper buying in the summer, wouldn't we? And therefore, January would be if we can get the little cherry. That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, absolutely agree there. that, yeah. We always get to a transfer window where it doesn't matter whether it's whether it's July mm. or whether it's January. Well, I could do it. See, I can go two ways on this this discussion. To be honest, well, that's uh, fine. I'm never. No, no. I'm going to be careful what I say, John, because you know we no, don't no, want no, any of that. No, be, no, because one hand identical and exactly being well, yeah, thrown in. Well, okay, well, what you say on camera and what you say on <laughs> yeah. different. On. Uh, sometimes, um, I, when I say go both ways, on one hand, I I can see. The very sensible and you've just touched on it in some respects if, you, if you're doing things properly mm. then you shouldn't really need to go to the well in january but if someone's on your list and they pop up and mm. oh yeah available, you've got to be able to move haven't you yeah, so i get that and i can also understand um the football club saying those sorts of things which means things might happen quite late mm. yeah and if you if you are which we certainly are playing the game of one in one out that sort of thing yeah then Dan Juma might become pivotal about mm. do clubs want him, do the clubs who do want him, is that where he wants to go, and all those sorts of things. And you hope they've got their list, right? Yeah. That's going the way of not defending the club or the director of football, but understanding. Mm. The other side of it, which I think joins up with that and joins up with your view, is the director of football also said, oh, well, because we've got no money, we can't do planning. Yeah, and you know I said on channel, and I'll yeah, say it again. Yeah. Now that's complete balderdash. Right? <laughs> you may have a different range of assumptions. You defo pre- called it differently off camera, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. I think the phrase was. Um, but it, but it is because yeah. you know, and, and that's why messaging needs to be clear, right? Mm. And and there isn't clear messaging. You know, when you say Paddy or 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 any good journalist has said this, then. They're getting that from PR people, aren't they? Mm. And as we know in our football club, I guess it's not always the truth, the whole truth, and not but the truth that gets to PR people because stuff goes up on it up in the stratosphere somewhere. So I think we just what is it? How many days is it now? A week? Is it week tomorrow or something? A week tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, week today. Not what I'm saying. So it's seven days today. to go. Yeah, so yeah. TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. You know, um, Sky will be getting excited again. They'll be pulling out the yellow tie. I don't know whether they will. You they're know, not, they're because not. of the Premier League. I think that. I think both points deductions is their transfer. I think. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, Pad said this the other week. They'll have a clock uh, yeah, yeah, ticking down to who else is going to. Um... Yeah. Um, so yes, mm. it, it, it is, and and I think what what can't be doubted. Mm. You know, if any Everton fan questions whether the club, in quotes, right, uh, planning and properly for these sorts of events, mm. then they need to change that narrative. It's, mm. it's on the club to but, say we know what we're doing, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. About it what I mean that. is, we, we, uh, sorry, but de- we fans decisions. We need decisions yeah. taken in the past are now affecting what what will be happening now. That's all I'm saying with that kind of planning. Because we've, well, we know we keep going over it, but we haven't, we haven't run the club correctly, have we? Whoever was in yeah. charge of it, but we're not running it correctly now, and, are we? And we're floating along now. Yeah, we're yeah. not, well, we're probably not even moving. We're yeah. just there, it's a bobbing. Bit stagnant, yeah. yeah. So it is very. I get it. It's difficult. It is difficult. But that's what I'm saying is that we, if you're doing everything right, if Everton got new owners, whoever, damn, we're coming onto that now. But if Everton got new owners and they wanted to do things Stuff. correctly, yeah, yeah. They get the club into a position where Kevin Thelwell could do 
do that thing that he said on those podcasts that he wanted to do, which is, I mean, we both say I would he could be doing do it, it anyway. anyway. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely you can, but what I mean is he might have more faith than doing, I can plan three ahead and four ahead now, because me and Pat were talking yesterday, it's only really how we, we get out of where we are, mm. but we're, we're never going to, the rules don't seem like they're going to change dramatically so that if you do attract an oil rich or a, a you know a middle eastern consortium like you you with a hundred billion then you can yeah. it doesn't seem like it's ever gonna go there i don't so. i think any <clears throat> any regular fan of any club mm. other than someone who is owned by a business like that mm. doesn't want that to be the case but i don't think it will anyway no, it just doesn't make so sense. therefore you have to you have to come up you with have a to be smarter plan. and and ever that's one way that Everton haven't been under mm. farad machiri yeah the the regime before bill can Knight, made lots of errors in the, in his time as Everton when he owned Everton but the club had to be running in a way where they had to be tight with the money and they had David Moyes he was very very good at squeezing Ken Rice and Moyes ran a tight ship that's what I mean they understood each other very much like Ashley and Benitez I guess in Newcastle yeah. when they yeah. worked together they were they, were, they understood mm. each other and when David presumably said to Bill I want this one mm. Bill knew it was real yeah because he's washed him 47 times you yeah, know? yeah yeah and yeah. and, it, and he, he just Operated to a if in doubt don't mm. approach, mm. Um, and which sometimes is good and sometimes yeah, isn't yeah, because yeah, sometimes yeah. you have to take a punt mm. on what your gut says, don't you? Mm. You know this play is going to be really, really. Oh good, yeah, it wasn't. Know? Listen, it wasn't perfect, but it worked. It wasn't perfect, but what I meant was it got the us into tables it, and it, so on. Proved it, it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it got it, us into a position though where Farab Mashiri could take the club over and and. Um, it wasn't hugely saddled with debt or whatever. Mm-hmm. If either followed a similar, slightly looser with the pair strings, but a similar kind of route. Well, the same process, Everton, just go yeah. to different shops. Yeah, and yeah. Ever- Everton might have been in a, a much better position, yeah. but that's the only way by going back to that, getting younger players, developing, selling one, keeping two, do, and keep the process going. Then you're attracting bits in from everywhere. Yeah. Our stadium will help. Then we yeah. can start to look forward. I just think the problem we have now, and certainly... I'm feeling it this window, not necessarily because I thought we'd get three plays, because I didn't. It was like, if something pops up, we might mm. throw them there. So I'm not checking. It's the first transfer window, I've said this before, where I don't oh, I don't start my morning by texting a few people. I forgot the window was no, open. No, that's it, right? I normally, every transfer window, look in the news you ping now. the people you know, yeah. And then, yeah, send a few texts, a couple of mates who are agents, a couple of people around, anything happening, what have you heard about it? I, no one. Well, as you know, just I've being, just sent a message to a sporting director. It's got nothing to do with players in the transfer yeah. window. So just being, yeah. I've sent yeah. two messages in this transfer window to people just to clear something up for me. Um, and that's how I'm feeling. I reckon probably a lot of blues are very similar. Just like if anything happens, it'll be yeah. kind of a week's mm. time when those mm. players start going, mm, actually, there's a Euros or mm, I'm mm. never going to play. It's my last few hours to get out. And then they become... Available. I mean, Real Madrid have got Arda Gula there, who's Carlos said he can go and get some minutes. Get, send him here, because we'll take him. He's only young, but he's a hell of a talent. We'll take him. See, part of uh, when you say you ring your mates, <laughs> fundamentally, mm-hmm. yeah, small M, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what football clubs do as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Craig, you know, if Carlo genuinely enjoyed his time at Everton, and there's even if it's a small emotional attachment and the yeah. old once Everton has touched you and all that. Mm, yeah, yeah. And anyone who's watched that brilliant <clears throat> interview you've done with Connor Cody can see what he thinks, yeah? 
um you yeah because the man it's touched him hasn't he mm. yeah. um but you you say hey carlo does your boy need some minutes mm. send him this way we'll mm -hmm. look after him you know get him fit and, there get him you know, you know. And if there's still someone at the club who had a half decent relationship with carlo ring him up mm. he can, all he can do is say no of course yeah you know um mm. and and one would think kevin's network is wide and deep because you can't be in that job for that length of time and not pretty much you know all the agents all the managers you know all your counterparts and, and, and so on and maybe they're all in the same boat they're all waiting to see who blinks first you know the classic which player is going to cause the dominoes to fall type of thing but if we've decided dan juma's going because he wants to you know then act you know mm. what we do know and and it's a cultural thing isn't it don't wait to do tomorrow what you could have done yesterday yeah. really mm. guys you know um so but it always becomes the same wait hang see mm. and then the big mad thrashing round in the, in the last minutes <laughs> you know um of, of a window which is you know not not a lot happening oh yeah i mean overall not much has happened no. um chef united have made a, a few improvements to their squad but you'd argue they had to. Uh, Forrest, like you said, if they get Rainer over the line, it'd be a good signing. Mm -hmm. um, West Ham have done a good bit of business there, getting Calvin Phillips in for them. Mm -hmm. but they're at the top end anyway, so sure. it's irrelevant. And, but, but they are, but paying, but they are paying 7 million quid to, yeah, to have for someone for four fee. months. Yeah, so, you know. But if, if he gets got them... they track record, he did that with Lingard. So. But if they get them, if he if he gets them into Europe and say, well, all that, money well spent. worth it, isn't it? And yeah. keeps the momentum going. Um think he can play in Europe, can he, Pet? He'll be able to, won't he, son? Because it's a higher competition. So this, then Europa League, doing well. You know, he could get them over the line in that. Mm. And then they're in the Champions League, aren't sure, they? So sure. they've got to look at it that way. So I think it's a good bit of business I mean, for That's them. where I was going. You can look at things because bringing players in, use that phrase, freshen up, that gives a benefit to everybody. Mm? Fans. If it's the right player, of course. But the dressing room's got another body in it. Yeah. Fresh eyes, fresh enthusiasm, mm -hmm. new kid, new kid at school, all that sort of stuff, um, and it also, um, and you almost alluded to it right at the very beginning, you know, it, it very clearly demonstrates life goes on, you know, we're allegedly in breach of financial fair play, we don't think so, or we don't think it's as bad as other people. This is the club talking, I think, maybe, hopefully, it's not as bad as people think, blah blah blah, and we have to get on with life, and life is staying in this division. I actually think from a Nottingham Forest point of view, you know, after 40 odd players, you know, if you haven't got your the right players now, then perhaps you never will. Yeah. And they might have the inverse of that. Oh, you know, there's a revolving door over there <laughs> and it only works one way, doesn't it? Mm, it seems. Players come in, <laughs> don't go the other way, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, is, is that, without putting words in your mouth, your frustration we can see we need freshening up we'll call it and there must have been opportunities to do it before now you know what honestly because if you get into a hole where you're waiting to see what dan juma's doing before you move you just no, no that's crazy you just uh, no you know. no uh, you know what john like i said before i'm not bothered this no i don't though. mean in the big I just, picture i just, just think i feel like we should yeah i feel I like we'd really help the manager in this position if we could get Someone who can either play where the core he plays, mm, indeed, or can help the midfield out, or if we could get a winger who's quick, 
then it freshens the whole thing up yeah. because it changes what is available to it. I mean, ideally, if it was me, I'd be looking for a midfield player and a wide player mm. and then I'd be sending Dan Juma on his way. If he doesn't... I'm not saying he, there's no... Other than... There's a lot of noise, right? A lot of noise could be nothing. It could be his agent. It could be trying to force Everton's hand to go, we will play you. It, whatever, right? Mm. If he's not fully committed, and again... Doesn't if, I've, I've seen nothing that says he isn't, all yeah, other yeah. than the other stories. But if, if a play is not sure, mm. let him go. Yeah, but you... we would need to replay. I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, just play Lewis Dobbin." The, no matter what you think, Lewis Dobbin may well develop into a very good wide player for Everton. He may well do. He's not at Dan Juma's level. No, he's, he's not. not a, and that's and that's me who hasn't been impressed by Bar. Half an hour against Palace in the first game and bar 20 minutes at Spurs, I've not been impressed by no. Dan Juma. He's had moments where you've gone, that's what he's about. Doesn't take it through, he's too greedy, whatever. There's, there's something there, there's absolutely something there. We haven't been able to tease it out mm. of him for whatever reason. He might just be games. He might just be like, you don't play me and then I get on for 15 minutes. But how can I get it? Because that... Listen, being sub is horrible. But that's his head's not in the right No, but I'm saying being sub is horrible. You know, you'd come on in games and 10 minutes to get just up to the speed of the game and then the ref will blow his whistle or whatever. You know, it's that kind of thing and that can be difficult for someone. But if he's not fully ready to go and go to the, you know, go and create something in that second half of the season, the way Dwight McNeil did last season for us, then let him go. And if, if we could get two in that, it'd be great because it would freshen it. If we got one in, I think it'd be good. I think it would be that face in the yeah. dressing room, and it'd make everyone think, "Oh, there's another yeah. pair of hands here." Of course, to help yeah. us. But I'm not. I'm not in a, a position where I have been. At probably so many of these transfer windows where I'm human because they haven't done anything. Because for me, in the past, we've always had the means to do something. Mm. Always, and there's been times we just haven't done it. Yeah. We've, Again, for me, laziness from the mm. football club, lazy scouting, or that's too difficult to get that. Why ask that question? They probably say no, and then someone else. That's the Carlo one. Someone else it? goes and gets. That's not hassle Carlo because he. Yeah, probably say that no. That guy won't want to come here anyway. You go and make him come here. Yeah. Carlo, we'll take him. We'll get him conditioned right. Mm. Give him games in the Premier League, and then he might be available for you. Now they might go. No thanks. We want him to go and play in France, or we want him to play. To another club in Spain, or we were at the five. But that's also ask, all of that. Go and ask the question. Yeah, you know, go and ask the question with Arsenal with Smith Rowe. Mm. Any chance they might go? No, we. I need him. Our time, you know, it looks like he needs all the plays he can get at the minute. See so. the narrative the club could give to um, Paddy or whomever mm. is: we've got some things on the go. Mm. Problem is, the players on our list, not the players that are available. Right, it, and and it's a risk call for us. At what point do we either pull stumps and say we're not going to get what we want, yeah. or we drop down our list? Mm. And clearly, if we do drop down our list, the risk goes up around getting a transfer, so that becomes more likely alone. Yeah, and but then some host clubs, and perhaps you use the example you just said, the guy at Madrid, right? They don't want to sell, mm. but they do want their players to have game time. But then they don't want them to come here unless they're assured of game time. And we're not a club who assures players that they're going to get a game. <laughs> yeah. So it's all, you know. No, it is. Um, it's posturing as well. And, and it is thing. all of that. Yeah. yeah? Um, and, and I would have guessed in, in our financial situation, seven million quid, a la, you know, um, Phillips, for example, mm. is mm. just a big no no. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'd register them not, in Slash. Because that's not good value. Checked out how much it was. And, and like Crystal Palace, we just. You're relying on him to go, actually, I'd rather go to Everton and then yeah. seeing if you could do it. You can't. You just can't afford it. Simple as that. So it becomes enough. As you say, rightly, um, and we were just talking about Moyes when he was here. Mm. Moyes obviously thinks he'll make a big difference, yeah, mm. to them. Mm. Um, and, it, you know, that's what, three Got places. injuries as well, haven't you? Well, yeah. But that's three three places-ish in the league. Yeah, yeah. Which they're unlikely to make because that would put them in top six or something, wouldn't it? No, they're in the top six. The six, they get them top four, which Yeah, it's not going to get them to the next level, mm. but it might get them deeper into the Europa League. Mm. And, and, and the magic trick of winning the conference to get in the Europa League and then winning the Europa League to get into the champ, Champions League, that's like, this is a great manager time, brilliant, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. That's brilliant, so, isn't so, it? So that's yeah. career-defining stuff. Mm. Apart from the teams get better, the deeper you go in. All those But then he won, he won the last one, didn't he? When yeah. people were going, no, I'm not sure. But he beat a couple of good sides to, to actually yeah, get there. Absolutely. And the further you go in it, it comes more in your favour, obviously. Of course it because does. you start, you're there, aren't you? You're there at the yeah, goalface. Yeah. And there it. is a gap between Premier League intensity and stuff uh, and some of these. And once you shake out... It's the other way around, typically, isn't it? Once you shake out the Champion League teams who drop into the Europa League, they either go to the final and they win it, so no one gets that <laughs> trick of getting in it because the typically clubs are going to get it anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> into a good draw, turn up on the night type yeah. stuff, isn't it? Let's just see what happens. Let's just, it is. It is. It is a case of you know weeks ago, and we'll we'll see whether anything anything develops from it. Um, mm-hmm. Everton, at least this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're not saying no. There's nobody the the same. We're, we're exploring the low market and all that. That's what you've got to do, because like I said, things become available near the end where you know clubs and players might just be like, see what happens. You know what? Because we'd have the same. I imagine. Yeah. I, I imagine we've got a couple of younger players who clubs. I'm thinking well, people like Francis Onkel well, or something. Who they yeah. might go. Reese Welsh has come back. Whether does anyone want to take him for the last? Mm. Players might get injured at the weekend, and a couple of clubs go. Actually, we need. This player, all we need that player, and maybe that's. You know what I'd like to see more of. Go on, Um, Everton winning. (laughs) Well, yeah, that would be Mm -hmm. good. Um, And we just use Paddy because we know Paddy, right? Mm -hmm. But journalists in general, yeah, not saying club sources have told us this. Mm -hmm. The club source say you can tell your readers who said it. That Kevin Thelwell said this. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be that you directly spoke to Kevin, does it? Mm. You know, we spoke to the club, and Kevin's told us the club, us via the club, that this is where we're at. You know, or just do a blog, Kev. You know, two minute blog, stick it out on YouTube, watch hundreds of thousands of clicks go on it, and earn a few bob for the club, yeah, yeah. telling everyone what they know already. Instead, the clicks are going to the Athletic or to whoever, whoever. You know, so. Hence the smart a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, because obviously... Same subject, different different angle. Different thing. Well, uh, I was just looking what he put on the thumb. Everybody is waiting with beta breath, are they? Is that the thumbnail know. for this show? The one with Josh on the it. The big Josh on it. Yeah. Um, we're still sat here with 
with no news, obviously. Triple yeah. um, Seven, still stories going around. I mean, Paul Brown's done one today. Has he? I've not should seen it. Play, should, or he said, he's in a, that give me sport podcast, it might be. Should Triple Seven not get approval? They have spoken. Paul Brown's spoken to the other US investment group who were waiting. And even if Everton got another points deduction, that wouldn't deter them. You know, they want the club. They're waiting to see what happens. Don't want it enough to show their face. Exactly. Yeah. That, you know, again, I've, I think me, I mean, and Pe- me and Pedro spoke about talk this. Talk is you know. cheap, mate. It's easy to say, isn't it? It's easy to say. But, I mean, what do you feel on Triple Seven? Because this, they were told, and I know, I know you've said before, and it's an open-ended process. I get it. I understand it, but... They were they were led to believe the process would be twelve weeks ish. Oh no, we all expected it to be um, done by now. It's the end of January, nearly, yeah. um, and there's nothing. Richard Masters, little dicky, said last week. Um, it's weeks away before they make a decision. And, and, and again, I'm, I don't know how he could have come to that conclusion that it was weeks away, because if you're if I was waiting for two answers from you and you give me the answers ten minutes after I came out of that, mm. I know I'd have just embarrassed myself like he did, but I still would have been able to see your two answers and go, oh, there's the answers yeah. to our question. But I mean, what's your gut feeling with it? Because surely, if you're triple seven, you're not just going to sit here indefinitely, are you? No. If if you're paying money into the club, mm. which is what we're led to believe. Um, there must be great frustration, mm. and uh, there's um, a comparison here, isn't there, with the PSR? Mm. Right, the process is a sunny day process, a sunny day plan, as we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Everything works, everything chugs along in a straight line. It takes this long, you know. And all I can do is repeat what I've said before, which is, you know, when the process started, I think the expectation was it would be a little bit open ended. And, and the reasoning given was that the FCA had a huge backlog mm. of stuff they were yeah, doing, yeah. not just for football in general. In general, yeah. And therefore, they were expected to be the ones who took longest. It's weeks upon weeks since they finished. Mm. So, in the absence of anything else, a VAR review is in progress, you know, and, and they're looking for a reason to say no. Because I don't get it. I mean, you can't just... I appreciate from a Premier League's point of view, you, you feel you've got to get it right. The, to, to use Sean's phrases, there's a huge amount of noise here and uh, around the, this company and so on, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, now it's weekly rather than daily that stuff comes out. So yeah, at least yeah. we're all getting a little bit of rest from it. But if you've got an objective review, if you really have an objective review, mm-hmm. you've finished it ages ago. You must have. Mm. Because you speak to Triple Seven as I did the day that Master spoke, at, at, you know, to DCMS and you know, in his train crash, yeah. um, you know, and the, and the guys at Triple Seven's PR come straight back, like within minutes, you know, and I tweeted it saying, "No, we we give them everything they've asked for." Mm. Now, of course, Masters said they didn't like the answers. Mm. Well, ask, you know. Ask a different question. Maybe, I, either ask the same question a different way, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. say, "Well, if that's your best answer." And I've, I mean, this in, in commercial terms, ultimately you, you end up in a situation what's called a baffo, right? Mm. Give me your best and final offer. Okay, right? A baffo. There's a new yeah, one. Yeah. There's a new one. Give me your best and final offer. Yeah. And so you just say to Triple Seven, if, if you are the Premier League, so this is your answer to that question. That's your best answer because that's the one we're going to use. Unless you give us a better answer, that's the one we're going to use. And you go, okay, thank you. And then you say yes or no. 
Um, I just think the Premier League's found itself again in a situation where it thinks it's going to get grief if it says yes and it thinks it's going to get grief if it says no. So it's not doing anything. It's extraordinary. I mean, they've got something approaching them, haven't they, which is, what are you going to do, Premier League, if you confirm... I know it's a minority shareholding, but it is rather a well-known club throughout the world, mm -hmm. right? If you confirm Jim Ratcliffe, you yeah. know, as, as a fit and proper director, I guess, rather than owner, because he's a minority shareholder, yeah, you are going to get asked what's going on with Everton. Mm. You know, you you either got to say why you can't answer the question, yeah, the you know, question is yeah, are they yeah, fit yeah, proper yeah, or not, yeah, yeah. or and and it can't be your chief exec shooting from the hip saying, well, we didn't like the answers. Mm. Well, use those answers as, you, as you know, evidence of your decision then. Um, and from Triple Seven's point of view, I think they're a bit behind the eight ball, aren't they? They think they've done everything that's been asked of them. Mm. They're demonstrating through, you know, continued investment, if we want to call it that, or loans, whatever you want to call it, but putting money into the business from a day-to-day -day perspective, whether the money ends up going on stadium or whether it goes on this, keeping the lights on, they put, you know, rumoured more than £100 million at risk. Mm -hmm. And they, their patience is being tested, isn't it? Which is, I guess, why we heard sometime in December that we're not doing this beyond January. Now, that's putting the money they put in at risk if that folds the club yeah mm -hmm. because if it becomes insolvent or, or whatever but again the expectation would be machiri would step back into that breach and mm -hmm. he'd be doing what triple seven are doing so it all gets messy because the premier league can't make a goddamn decision what you know <laughs> who's telling the truth right mm -hmm. masters saying he didn't say we didn't get answers did he he said we don't like them mm -hmm. yeah Triple Seven saying we've given them everything they've asked for. Well, that means Triple Seven have done their bit. That's Love them or hate them, they've done their bit. They've well, asked for data mm. or information or quite whatever it might be. They've done it, but mm. these guys don't know what to do with what they've been told. Seems that just seems crazy. It is mm. crazy, totally crazy. Not fit to govern. Um, the other thing while we're on the roll with them, um, you know businessy phrases yeah, yeah yeah which i don't understand by the way why this has never been done by the premier league because it makes okay. perfect sense to me um back in the day if, if you were going to be bidding for some work with a particular company right yeah and they would regularly come out with opportunities for you to sell to them they they do a pre-qualification process right and and so you you give them all the basic information that they might need about you, like the name of your company, how many employees you've got, what your profitability is, who your bosses are, all that sort of stuff. In other words, the very vanilla mm. stuff, which yeah. must be in this stuff that the Premier League ask potential directors or owners for. And then that sits on file. And then if they want you to sell to them, they don't have to validate you because they say, well, we already know all this stuff about Barry Cass Incorporated or whatever. Yeah. And therefore, it's almost like a fast path approach. Mm. So lots of the insight they would want to know about triple seven would be, how old are you? Where do you get your money from? Whatever, whatever, oh, whatever, stuff. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And these guys in the States who are allegedly sitting on the edge of their seats, waiting so that they can then start a 12, 16, 20, whatever it is, week process. Yeah. yeah? They could be going in parallel, couldn't they? Well, they should. Well, I would have thought that's what they would be doing if they were. No, with the Premier real. League, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I don't, it was real, it, but because it, it, it's a bit opaque, 
the Premier League in general appears to be opaque, doesn't it? But because mm. it's a bit opaque, you don't know whether you can have two, three, four running in parallel. I mean, are, we, are they just doing Everton at the moment? Oh, no, they must be doing Jim Ratcliffe as well, mustn't they? Uh, well, I know he's apparently he's a bit frustrated because it's taken longer than he thought. Well, he's a, a, a British, English, whatever, born multiple billionaire. Mm. And this has been going on forever. And he's thinking, well, it's hardly a surprise, is it, guys? You know? Mm. And, and you know where my money comes from. <laughs> you know? it is, it's all, it is all a bit. It is all, it's all on mad. Richard Masters' watch, you know? And, and Alison Britton needs to, to, to step in at some stage and go, whatever the rights and wrongs around all these things are, it's damaging the public perception of us mm -hmm. as a competition manager, because that's yeah. all the Premier League is, no, yeah, as a competition yeah. manager, right? And ultimately, that will damage the brand. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the next shareholder meeting should be interesting, because if I'm a shareholder of the Premier League, I'm saying, why do we look like numpties? Do you think if, they look at it like that, though? The others, even not necessarily even the Premier League, but the other clubs, do you think they would look as shareholders, even though they are? Do you think they'd look at it like that and go, you're damaging our brand with all this nonsense? Or do you think it's just all about self um, and they sit there? I, I think if, if you're honest about it, it's all about self. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and until, for example, you know, Sorry. oh, magic. They, see, this is because, you know, Ped has to do it because we know who hasn't. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> Thanks, Ped. You're a good man. Um, you know, if, if they, I don't know when the next broadcast deal is getting done overseas or whatever, and let's pretend they're expecting X and the answer's 95% of X. Mm. And then the shareholders will say, whoa, 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 whoa. We're used to this going up every yeah, time. Yeah, what's happened here? Why has yeah. it stopped going up? Mm. Well, we've done a, a survey and apparently the brand perception's gone down. Yeah. But until that happens, I mean, they just count the money. Well, that's it, isn't it? That's not great. Uh, G says, just his opinion, but the Esk, Paulie Esk, thinks that the lay with the Premier League approving Triple Seven is because they're loath to accept them as owners of Everton. But the alternative, given the lack of apparent willing buyers, would be administration for the club. Neither Cowboy owners or administration are good for Everton or the Premier League brand. If there was anyone waiting in the wings, they'd have declared interest by now, surely. It's a good observation, and it's that's a summary. And I've not seen that from Paul whether he's done it today or not. But mm. um, you know, um, the phrase they are loath to give it to triple set. Oh, sorry, give approval. That is not give the club, but yeah, give approval to course, triple yeah, seven. Yeah. It's fundamentally what I said a few minutes ago about the VAR mm. piss take. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Maybe it's just something as simplistic as that. The objective process says tell them yes. And the gut says, tell them no. Mm -mm. How do you get out of that hole? Mm. Because I'm assuming in any reasonable process, triple seven, if they are, you know, declined, you know, um, will want to know why. Of course. I yeah. also personally don't think the binary option is what, as described, it's triple seven or administration, because that assumes nobody else can step in in time to stop administration. And there's a guy sitting on the board who can fund the business if he wants to. Yeah. Or be it his liquid assets are probably somewhat diminished, and mm. maybe just maybe he he has got to Armageddon where he could be left in a situation where it all goes down the pan, his money, I mean, um, because he just can't step up to the mark. So, yeah. so that's another part, nine points then. No, what is? But it we is. talked about it on the sofa months and months months ago. If you want to get a bargain, 
you know mm -hmm. um it's a risk call for you as the potential purchaser of the football club and don't forget the place we end up might be better yeah which is why you get Filippo clear types talking about administration ain't so bad well we'll come on to you know we'll, we will come and, on to and that, that sort of yeah. stuff but um you, you want to catch it at the point when you're going to get the best deal mm. um uh, but like players on the bench are better than players on the pitch until they get on the pitch and then they're not they're not better you know well some are some are you know just as a you know thing mm -hmm. these people in the shadows are almost being perceived as a better answer, even though no one has a clue. There isn't anyone in the show. That's right. That's no one honest. has a clue at all who they might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Geordie Toon for life this afternoon, lads. I wish younger fans had know their history about football. I've seen so many who think Everton are not a big club. Jesus Christ, football did exist before the Premier League. Yeah. It's, did it? Oh, my goodness. Well, apparently. I must have been doing something from 1966 to 1992. I guess it was watching football. Yeah. Mm. Um, good one that though yeah Geordie fan Toon Toon fan Newcastle, Newcastle fan, fan. Yeah. Top, yeah. Man. top man Stubborn yeah. Oak says just about to live stream my grandma's funeral in Liverpool from down here in us he's doing it because he lives in Australia it's midnight and I'm watching Sophie TV for comfort R.I.P. Nana Heather Aww. yeah sad sad mate but a uh, nice one for joining us anyway Um Keith says, what a great interview with Connor Cody. Very inspirational. Royal Blue says, the Connor Cody interview is amazing. Listen to it if you haven't already. Loads of uh, great see, comments for Connor Cody. Do you see the uh, screenshots I sent you before from LinkedIn? Yeah. Nice. Did you like it, yeah? Nice. I've just seen it then. It was very nice, yeah. Somebody said that Connor was a, um, a credit to his profession. Mm. So was Baz. Yeah. I got called at Everton Parky before. There you go. <laughs> um, Rani Bubble. It's brilliant, though. What a talker he is. Oh, he's fantastic. He really is. He is. Yeah. Um, Rani Bubble, who's a West Ham fan, just on the uh, Calvin Phillips, says reported loan fee for Phillips is five and a half million. It's expensive, but if he keeps us six or seventh rather than ninth or tenth, it's great business. Well, it is because he'll pay for himself, won't yeah. he? West Ham stay. <coughs> three places. If it is Europe again. Yeah, if it is five and a half, then mm -hmm. that's three places, yeah. isn't it? So you're sure. Three places and perhaps one extra game in in the uh, Europa League. Mm -hmm. You know, was, you know, with um, attendances and stuff. Yeah, it works so, for you. Yeah. And it'll work that's for it. him. That's it, isn't it? If he's the Calvin Phillips that used to play for Leeds, yeah. They get him back. Moyes will get him fit. Yeah, fine. The best thing that can happen from Cruel Hoaxer to Everton, Villa, Newcastle, Wolves, etc. is the top five leave the Premier League for the Super League and a new British League gets formed. No VAR and Rangers and Celtic on board. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is all a bit, it is all a bit weird, isn't it? Um, Did you see that Rick Parry thing the other day? Yeah. How, how old was that? Was that recent you said that? It was the other day, wasn't it? No, it, I saw it on Twitter the yeah. other day. But I don't when know. he believes the club should have more voting rights than yeah. others. Yeah. But he said that while he was at Liverpool. Yeah. So that doesn't that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. The Blues says uh, so. This group apparently interested regardless of points deductions, but they won't get involved while Triple Seven are in the race. Doesn't make sense in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. But if the Premier League are loath, right? I don't know whose word that is by mm -hmm. choice. I mean, but if the Premier League are loath, to me, rightly or wrongly, that sounds like I said before, objectively, right. They want to. They have to say yes, according to their process, but they don't want to for whatever or the noise. I would guess. But Fahad Mashiri will decide who he sells his shares to, mm. right? 
However, it's not a good place for Monsieur to find himself in if, for example, the Americans, whoever they are, showed their hand, at least showed a front man, a spokesperson, mm. spokesperson, right? And said, we're here. Mm. We're happy to buy. Yeah. Um, and that gives the Premier League an out, doesn't it, in some respects, because there's an alternative. I mean, we, we shared that again, didn't we? But RMF will catch a cold if that happens. Triple Seven will catch a cold if that happens. Because they're going to start, if there's any sense about them, these next in line, playing hardball on, if it's us, not Triple Seven, mm. if it's us or administration, you'll get nothing under administration. That's the thing, though, yeah. isn't it? That's what I was going to yeah. say to you. But if, if, I mean, Philip O'Clair, Philippe O'Clair, rather, um, did the piece yesterday. Formerly of this channel when yeah. he was on, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's been not, on. not a member of the yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, but he's been, he, on. He's been yeah. on, yeah. Um, that was months ago now, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Must have been, yeah. They've been around September, October, yeah. yeah. Um, Time flies, eh, what? He said that going into administration, you know, Everton fans, are, his actual thing was Everton fans are mourning their football I don't club, know any. I, but I, there's no reason to, because even if they go into administration, it's not the end of the world or something. No, it's not. Um, I mean, it'd be automatic relegation. Because it'd be another nine points we need to On stay. On top of whatever we've got. We're yeah. not staying up with 19 points taken off us. Um, I think it'd be the shock of administration that caused the damage, not mm. the points. Um, but hey. And obviously what he's gone on to say is, you know, a lot of debt would be gone because Everton wouldn't pay it. They'd just be paying bits back so the, the club wouldn't have any kind of debt, really. And there's, when you look at it, you go, hmm, actually, could be a way to get out of a very deep hole here. Mm. The problem is you have to sell players and you sell them cheaper than what you should get for them and you lose assets, obviously. And, it, uh, I mean, administration in the Premier League... If they'd have stayed up, if they've had no points deducted, went into administration, got nine taken off them and survived, then yet they might be in a very healthy place to move forward. With everything else going on, I just don't see how that is a way out for Everton. I mean, it's quite a leap from Philippe Beauclair to say, you know, triple seven, if it doesn't get approved, they'll pull out and then that'll be it because Farad Mashiri would lose a hell of a lot of money if it goes into administration. Mm. It's probably easier for him to fund the thing rather than to go into administration, I would imagine, John. Yeah, it's a risk call, yeah. Mm. And my understanding is and these things, again, we've said before, or I've said before, you know, words are cheap, aren't they? But at board level, the discussion has been, what happens if Triple Seven get told no? And the answer is, Fahad Mashiri will step back in and fund what they, you know, the cash flow, we call it that. Um, but how long he could sustain that, if at all, mm. we would never find out until it happened, would we? But he's in deep. <laughs> yeah, he's in deep. Yeah. Um, Going into administration wouldn't cause us to lose Bramley more. I don't believe anyway. No. It's too far gone for it. It's it's a money-making thing for someone, so that wouldn't happen, in my opinion. Um, I, I wonder if... I mean, the Premier League are putting us in a little bit of risk, aren't they, by just allowing this to drag on? Because if mm. if you're not if you're not gonna approve someone and that club is under pressure to, to keep its head above water mm. because you just drag your heels, 
then if I was Everton, I'd be thinking about possible lawsuits against the Premier League. Let's run a scenario, hmm? right? So here's a scenario, yeah. right? Triple Seven have proven where the money's coming from. Yeah, to to the Premier League. Yeah, they've proven they've got the the funding for I think it's three years, is it? That you have to prove you've got it for. Hmm. The money they've already sunk into it, they're going to convert to equity, like Farhad Mashiri's done more than once. Yeah, yeah. They've got some arrangement going with Farhad Mashiri, which might be akin to I don't know, um, him seeing his money in the future. In all, in other words, that debt gets set aside as well. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of benefits you would get from going into administration, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The debts sort of go away, sort of thing. Um, clearly, right to media funding would still be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, MSP would still be there as that money yeah. as people we owe money to. But if the triple seven money and the Fad Mashiri money are not debts anymore per se, yeah, yeah, then that's a good place to be. And if triple seven have demonstrated in their own minds and no one else's that they tick the boxes, then you're right. You know, if we found out, imagine this, if we found out in the future probably triple seven would have to defend their whole business model of the football group wouldn't they if they've just been declined as a fit and proper owner of a premier league football club mm. yeah and if they then went on an offensive and demonstrated that they ticked all the requirements but the premier league subjectively still said no and then everton went into administration yeah that would be on the heads of the premier league it must be, wasn't it? It's got to be, hasn't it? You've got a crap process, which when you follow it, objectively, mm. you end up with the wrong answer. You end up with the wrong... I had this uh, 25 years ago. I did a, an outsourcing deal. Yeah. They had a model that determined what my bonus would be. Yeah. And when they ran the model, they come out with the wrong answer. Like, the number was way too big. Nice, okay. Politically, they, they didn't want to pay me the money, so they changed the model. For one person. Okay. Me. Yeah. All the other sales people in the organization use the old model. Yeah. And for that one deal, sounds familiar this, right? Mm-hmm. For that one deal, the... they changed it. Now, I still got a shed load of money. Mm-hmm. I wateringly large sum, but nowhere near what it objectively was. Yeah. And so when you hear me talk about plan the dive, dive the plan, they didn't. They planned the dive, they produced an objective spreadsheet and all that sort of stuff was yeah, all yeah. locked. You just put the numbers in it, spat the answer out, yeah? And then they went, oh, politically, we can't have it that big. Yeah. Right. And that's because the company I worked for was a wholly owned subsidiary of a utility and Fat Cats was a big thing at the time, right? Um, and the same maybe applies here. They've come up with a very objective way of assessing whether people or, you know, organisations are fit and proper. But when they've run triple seven through it it doesn't come out with the gut feeling answer mm. you know all the things you, can, it, you hear all those you can hear all these things going around in their heads at the premier league can't you no smoke without fire absolutely and, and, and all that and i have some sympathy on that but you, you can't keep kicking the can down the road you have to make a decision and it sounds like they're in a, a situation potentially where whichever decision they make might they might both be wrong <laughs> you know what i mean if they were in a, a good place both would be right wouldn't they <laughs> yeah then it wouldn't matter which one they picked but they, they may have concluded both are wrong and someone has to make a decision so who makes it but what i'm saying so John, who makes it 
maybe the shareholders have to make it. Because what I'm what I'm looking at is it's mad. The whole reason these like rules and regulations are put in place is to try to protect football totally. clubs. And yet they're doing the very opposite of yes. protecting us. They've taken points off us, which we're, we're crazy, and, and we should get some back, I imagine, um, if there's a normal people sat there in the commission. Don't, we won't get them all back, of course, but we should get some back. But even if you say we won't get them all back, of course, and that's under a category called face-saving, it's wrong anyway. Mm, yeah, well, that, well, that <laughs> might be, that's what I'm saying, that might be what it it's was. It's wrong anyway. But, yeah. but that's the... When you look at it like that, they're, they're putting us at risk. We've lost, no matter what they say, we were given a financial penalty because we lost five places. That's a financial penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 11 million it, quid. Yeah. Got that. And then on top of that, we you know we might have been able to cope with that. Then they're telling us, we might do it again because you've, you're going to fail again. Because we've done your last time, we're going to do it again for the same thing. Well, for 66% of the same thing, yeah, we're going to yeah. do it again. Again, absolutely and on top of all of this so no natural justice in other words. no natural justice and on top of this we're just going to go like this with your future by going triple seven and I'll put it back to the bottom of the pile and we'll look at it another day because Everton no matter what businesses doesn't matter whether you're a huge fan of triple seven or you think they're the devil incarnate their money's keeping us afloat at the moment mm. and yet what you're doing is going Premier League well we'll it. see We'll see. Maybe another four weeks. So, I know, tip in another twenty million to keep the club running, there, there and then be, we'll decide. There will be no pleasure in a told you so. If under Richard Masters, the processes of the Premier League drive a Premier League football club into administration, yeah. Because whatever you change PSR to become, right? Don't have the S in it, <laughs> because mm. you're not living in a world around trying to make clubs sustainable. No. You you just, you're not, right? And you know where, well, you perhaps, you know, when I talk about doing the right thing and doing mm -hmm. things right, you in the Premier League might think you're doing the right thing, but you're not doing things right. Mm -hmm. Because you, you will talk, and, and you're briefing like crazy at the moment, aren't you, Premier League, if you're watching? Mm -hmm. You are briefing like crazy. Right, well, they are, yeah. And you're briefing legacy journalists that the reason Everton have breached profitability sustainability rules is because they bought too many players. Mm. That's what you're briefing. That's even been said again yesterday oh, to it? someone. Has it? Well, a journalist, yeah. Well, there you go. They bought too many players, and when the journalist went back and said, actually, if you look at this, there was no response. It went quiet the other end of the phone because it's a lie. Yeah. It's basically a lie that they're doing that thing where they get told something in the corridors and they're all sticking to it, even though yeah. it's nonsense. But why does the Premier League, which in this example is fundamentally Richard Masters, mm. there's only three board members, I can't remember the third one, but Alison Britton, Richard Masters and some other person mm. who sensibly keeps out the, the limelight, I guess, right? And, and you are owned, and therefore your bosses are the 20 Premier League clubs, Right. So who are you briefing to favour? Why are you briefing journalists with spin? Some Every time we have this chat, Baz, either, I've not really done it on camera mm. for obvious reasons when I say what I'm about to say, mm. but whenever we have this chat offline, and I was doing it yesterday with somebody else, mm. 
right? It, it was very much on, on side, if you like, with, let's call it my view, mm -hmm. right? And I know you've done it with the people and Ped does it and what have you, and Ped will have some people he's talking to tonight and all mm -hmm. sorts of things. Whenever you call these people out who've fallen for the spin, mm -hmm. they go, oh, oh, didn't realise that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I never thought that. Oh, mm -hmm. really? You make profit on players. Mm -hmm. Only Luton have got a lower net spend. Mm -hmm. And Luton are like a non-league club in comparison with most Premier League clubs. They're a teeny-weeny, beautiful little football club who are quite likely to prove people to catch wrong. catch up, aren't they? Yeah, they're but they're quite likely up. to prove wrong because of other things that are going on mm -hmm. actually surviving the Premier League this season if they keep going as they're going now. But they're tiny. Mm -hmm. So you're spinning. Why are you spinning? Because you want to be right. Mm -hmm. Or, or because you want to do the right thing? Well, they want to be right. Of they? course, you know, and you're messing with football in the round and the Premier League as a brand because unless you're not, you can't, well, you can't read the room, can you? You've just been reading stuff out. Mm. They're not from Everton fans. Or no. They're all from Everton fans. Mm. There's Newcastle fans, there's West Ham fans. Mm. You know, we, we have this on other, other thing, you know, the, the other show that you guys do, mm. which is the non-Everton one. Fans have fallen out of love with football masters and it's all your fault. Mm. And you are, as we know, not long for that job. You really, you know it that. Be, it it's be madness. And that, and that doesn't mean you're bad at it per se, but the public situation is, you know, when you're on the top of the stack and a, a sacrificial lamb's needed mm. so we can say, oh, it was sort of, we fixed it now because we've got a new chief exec. So mm. it'll be somebody else, mate. It really will. And just get out the attack defense spiral, press pause, and go to the Premier League meeting and say, what's the right thing to do? Let's forget the rules for a minute. What are the right things to do? We're a mm. private members club. If we choose to ignore the rules, we can. Mm. You know, and very wise people will say, suspend all these rules while you're getting your act together. That doesn't mean let Newcastle spend billions or Man City do what they want, or you let them do what they want anyway. But, you know, suspend the, the, the sanctioning side of it while you make it more credible. and Because everybody knows points isn't the right answer. Mm. Because, you know, you sat front and centre and talked about, or allowed the narrative to persist around the ESL that shouldn't punish the fans. Well, I feel punished, mm. <laughs> you know, and Nottingham Forest fans will feel punished. Chelsea fans don't, do they? Man City fan. fans don't, you know. Well, right, let's race through some of these. Prem Ian, see you later. Let's race through some of these Premier members' questions. The James Wallen says, think the question is, do Triple Seven need Everton more than Everton needs Triple Seven? I think if there is multi-club structure to work and be worth what they put into the project, um, they need the top top club, ideally a Premier League club, and we are the easiest to buy at the moment. Genuinely one, don't know what the Premier League are doing over this. Mm. Uh, Kane says, I hope they lose their patience and go elsewhere. <laughs> Chris Davis is afternoon. Sits on the fence a lot, Kane. Yeah, he does. Good man, Kane. Hope you're uh, well, mate. Uh, afternoon, lads. This is from Chris. I was Moise's meticulous system of monitoring, then acquiring players in the Championship and squad members of the elite clubs allowed to be decimated within a few seasons after he'd left. Was it because we got lazy and sloppy? throwing millions on individuals who performed okay for the season or two. Different manager with different values. And then obviously a, a owner who was a madman. 
in terms of spending money, just doing whatever, going against other people's opinions on players. He change it because he bought you someone was in his ear. Um, the same person who was in the ear of the Reading owners, and that's look at Reading now. Uh, G says, just, oh, we've done that one about the ESC. Uh, David Gandhi says, hey, morning, gents. You may have already covered this, but what are your thoughts on the articles that talked about a transfer ban rather than a point deduction? Speculation. Hmm. Maybe that should have been done straight away rather yeah. than the points off. I mean, Everton said in their opening argument that, you know, they didn't think points was appropriate. And, and certainly they've said privately that this is prior to the first trial, yeah, yeah, call yeah. it that, that, you know, a restriction in squad or um, a transfer restriction made more sense. Because both of those mm. have financial impacts, don't they? Well, of course they yeah. do, like I've said before. They stop you spending money, you know, if you can't control yourself, you keep spending money, yeah, but that overlooks the fact that where the money was being spent, yeah, and predominantly it's been on a football stadium. Mm. But I think if you're a point, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll say it now, even with not Forest, wrong. Nottingham Forest, I don't believe Forest should. And it even won't be it, in the new version, Even if it, it benefited Everton, I don't think Nottingham Forest should be deducted points. Um, I think it's pathetic. You're, you're altering results on a pitch. I think that's crazy. You, you devalue your own competition, unbelievably so, by doing it. But a squad reduction, absolutely, A. And a transfer ban, either of those have a... a Effect. I see. I think if you say you can only register twenty-one players, mm. I think that's a big. That's a big. It's a big call for football clubs. That, and you might go, well, why? It is because it means that they've there's got to be under twenty-three or under twenty-one players now in that first team squad. You get two or three, four injuries. And they're going to play. They're down. You're down. Because in that, you'd have goalies and everything. Even if you really want to hammer the clubs, take it down to twenty. Mm. Say it's a twenty-man squad. Mm. The rest have to come from under twenty-one players. Not only are you hating the football club, <clears throat> you're also promoting youth development from within, mm. which is better for the game. All of a sudden, if you don't want to do that, if if you don't think that's strong enough, impose a transfer ban for twelve months. Twelve months transfer ban. There Sim- should have been a hierarchy Simple of sanctions. That's what They've it should be. Thought about but it points before. should never be on the table. Right, points yeah. should never, ever, ever yeah. be on the table. It should be. Squad reduction, transfer ban, fine. And they should be the only three things that are on the table, really. Obviously, if you go crazy and you, you're, you're overspending by 200 million, it's simply because you've just gone and bought three players this window, then you get hammered. By that, bring in season on season reporting. No. What have you more done for this year? Than that. Well, whatever. You know, whatever, however, there's lots of ways, but you should never be taking points if devalues the whole competition. Yeah, Steve P says CK Carl's gone to Kivas for foot. He's gone to Guadalajara, hasn't he? Uh, to play in the Mexican League. Very good prospect, only 20. That'll be tough for him. See how he develops. But $4 million is not bad. Not bad. Uh, Kev Murphy says, Afternoon, lads. No fighting today. Uh, Bar's cracking interview with Cody. Gutted we couldn't keep him. To be honest, passionate so lad, as yeah. you can see. And Roy Vernon. Says, uh, excellent interview with Connor Cody. What a passion he shows for football. I hope if he goes into management, he's a success. Willem, wish him well for the rest of his career. Yeah, he's a great lad. Uh, loves his football. Absolutely loves it. Um, 
generous with his time as an ear for three hours. Good job we could drag hours. him off the sofa so you could yeah, interview him. Three hours, he we was loving it. We had 45 minutes talk hmm? before, before was, you even did it. He was loving it, and wasn't it? it was two hours long, wasn't it? Two hours 20, yeah. 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 But, so. uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And then he wants to come back. Mm. <laughs> so that'll be good. Part the next two. one, part two, yeah. Right. Uh, Rani Bubble, last one's West Ham fan, says it. If you reduce the squad, will that then bring player welfare issues into the equation? Well, no, because it's players are sold all the time, aren't they? You have to make the decision. Does and you, as long you as mean you... them playing too much? No, I don't know. People, again, that's on your manager. Hmm? You still have, you would still have a 20 man squad. Sorry, you'd still have a 25 man squad, but five of them are. If, it, if it's reduced to 25, it would have to be under 21 players, which means them under 21 players would have to play at some stage. Bound to. A lot of managers wouldn't like that. Definitely. Ours wouldn't like it. If you had to, if you had to guarantee some under 21 players who he wasn't sure already, but that's how you develop those players as well. That's what, it's, that's what it comes down to. I just can't see how points deductions make any sense. They don't. And it they, devalues they, they the whole thing. And the fans are the ones who get done. The fans are the ones who suffer the most, aren't they? The people who oversaw all of this, one of them is trying to get out, selling the club, and all the others have gone. And who's left to pick up the pieces? Who's left to worry about results? Mm-hmm. Who's left to go to the match thinking that they're just going to take these points off? You know, they're ruining the game we saw during COVID. What a nonsense. What a nonsense football was without supporters. The games are pointless. That's how it's starting to feel, even with crowding, that the games are pointless with VAR and with all of this and when you've got little dicky masters doing what he does and basically saying only two or three clubs matter to the Premier League, the rest are there. And I'm including your club. Your club is there just to make the numbers up for the rest of the Premier League, same as our club. It's the way it is. That is the way it is. Stephen Lee says owners make the mess; they should be punished, not the club. Players, certainly fans. Yeah, but what would you do to him? Make him sell the club? Will he sign to sell the club? Take it off him. Put it into ownership of whoever anyone can buy it if they can prove it for for a hundred million or you know at a reduction, maybe. But don't know. Make them deposit a big chunk of money. They don't like a deposit. Mm. Gary Neville said that they as well. Don't get it back. Mm, put it in at the start to cover. You've got to be able to find that money for the whole season. Mm. Few clubs would be in trouble then. Few of the bigger ones would be going. Mm. Really hand to mouth, yeah. yeah. Even though the big, big clubs, that everything's projections, isn't it? That's what it is. Mm, absolutely. But we'll see. Right, we'll be back at quarter past two. Um, me and Ped, I think, doing more than a game. So stay around. The link will be here. You don't have to do anything. But we're just going to have a little break and then we'll be back to uh, discuss... What is going on? Elsewhere. Including Michael Owen saying he was better than Robbie Fowler. Interesting, one. No, he wasn't. Inter- I don't think he was. I mean, he was, a, he was a decent player, but I think I'd rather have Robbie Fowler personally. But hey-ho, we'll have a proper chat about that and obviously lots of other stuff. Calvin Phillips to West Ham, Rainer to Nottingham Forest, which would be an interesting one. If it, if it happens, good player, stumbled a little bit at Dortmund. Let's see if um, Nottingham Forest, Nuno, Espirito, Santo can get the best out of me and Ped. We'll be going through that as well as talking Chelsea, who um, emphatically 
reached the Carabao Cup final last night and they'll find out their opponents tonight. We'll see you at 2.15. Hit the like, subscribe to this channel and do the same over there. And also, check the Connor Cody interview out. It is magnificent. It's done by Parky. <laughs> uh, no, Connor Cody was fabulous. So go and give it a watch. Watching the stage is brilliant. Football, all, about, all about football. He was brilliant and he made it very easy. And I'll be honest, I could have done another two hours with him. He was that good. So take it easy. Rani, all the best for you as well. In fact, Rani, stay around because we might be talking West Ham in well, about should, 12 you? minutes. You should, shouldn't you? So stay around. Yeah. See you in a bit.